the best health care is there in ways big and small. There when we most and least expect it. We may not see it, but we feel it. It lets us know we're not in this alone. Everyone deserves a health care partner who never quits. One who's there for what matters. United Healthcare, there for what matters. It's Not Your Fault is a podcast for parents, caregivers, and young people navigating the world and its challenges. Here's your host, Brandon Jones. Greetings, everyone, and welcome back to another installment of It Is Not Your Fault, a team of the podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Jones. And on today's episode, we are continuing our conversation on a growth mindset. You know, I studied there with my opening, almost forgot to name my own podcast. I've been diving into this growth mindset information. And not that it's new to me or new information to other people, but I really think it's a helpful tool for us to really kick off this year at engaging young people and encouraging them in a different way. Um, I feel like the last podcast that I did on growth mindset, there's some things that I could have covered a little bit better. So I'm going to cover those things on today's podcast. I want to give a definition, a clear definition of what the growth mindset is versus the fixed mindset. And I want to give an example of how a parent, caregiver, or teacher can utilize um, the growth mindset approach and the difference between a fixed mindset approach when we talk about encouragement. Uh, when I was doing my studies for my second master's degree, which is in clinical psychology and became a therapist, I studied under the framework of Adlerian therapy. And Adler, his name is Alfred Adler. He's the, the leading philosopher, psycholo psychologist, as you want to say, uh, for this, this kind of track or understanding of, of psychological concepts and therapy. He had a quote that stood out to me, and, I, and I've kept this quote with me as I've gone through my own work and developed uh, as a professional. And Adler says, a encouragement to a child is like water to a tree. And ultimately, what that quote is hinting at is our children need encouragement for their growth and development, whether that encouragement is physical, um, like, you know, you come on, come on, you may, you know, you may wave at a child when they're trying to walk, you may pick them up when they fall down, uh, when they're trying to ride a bike, you may hold their steering wheel and hold the back of their, their body or the back of their seat. Um, that's a level of encouragement that's physical. Verbal encouragement is important as well. When you're telling young people, you know, you worked really hard on that. Um, you know, you put in a lot of good effort there. That's growth mindset talk. But you can also tell children that they're beautiful and smart and that they do good jobs. That's typically how we've talked to kids. But there may be another way. And that's what some of the research that I'm going to share with you in the growth mindset talks about. But Adler, Adlerian therapy, and the reason why I'm bringing up Adlerian therapy, because I think it fits really well with this growth mindset. It's really looking at a different perspective of how to understand the development of young people and just people in general. So ultimately, a growth mindset is the belief that the intelligence can be developed and students with a growth mindset understand that they can get smarter through hard work, use of effective strategies and help from others when needed. It is contrasted with the fixed mindset, which is the belief that intelligence is fixed. It's a fixed trait and that it's something that's set in stone at birth. And I don't believe that's true. I think that there's different type of intelligence, and I'm not the only one who thinks that. And I think you can unlock those intelligences for different personalities and different people 
at different points in times in their lives, and they can tap in and access those when they need it. But so many kids don't get that level of encouragement. So many young people get discouraged because they're not getting the lap time when they were children. They're not getting the words of affirmations from people who care about them. They're not getting the, you know, the status or clout that they seek. And then they find them in places that they probably shouldn't be in or they probably shouldn't go to. And unfortunately find themselves in a lot of tough situations. So with that stated, let me dive into some of the examples and differences between fixed mindset and growth mindset. So again, the definition for fixed mindset is this. It's the belief that the ability is fixed and that cannot be changed. Uh, Growth mindset is the belief that the ability is uh, malleable and can be developed, which means that it can shift and change and develop over time. How do we interpret, how do we have interpretation or we interpret interpret efforts between the fixed and the growth mindset? Well, the effort is typically bad in the fixed mindset. If you're smart, you shouldn't uh, you shouldn't have to work hard. Right? You should already have the intelligence to just deal with what you're doing and get it figured out. Where with the growth mindset, effort is good. Even if they don't complete the task correctly or they don't get the job done, you're still praising the effort because you want them to build those habits and those patterns to continue to push through and be perse- and perseverant as possible. So you you get to you get um, you help them become better by understanding that the journey and the process is what's important, not just the end result. Motivation in school, what does that look like for the fixed mindset versus the growth mindset? Well, in the fixed mindset, what matters is looking smart and proving your ability. But with the growth mindset, what matters is the actual process of learning so that you can improve your ability so that you can think through things beyond just the problem that's in front of you. It's not about just getting the answers, it's about the process of getting the answer. This is where a lot of parents get into back and forth, verbal tussles with their children uh, when it comes to things like homework. I I smirk because this is where me and my 10-year-old are right now. She hates doing her math homework with me. She'd rather do it with her mother because her mom is going to just get her to answer and move her on to the next thing. But then I ask questions. How did you get this? How did you get this number? Where's your work? Show your work. We always do math homework with about two or three uh, different pieces of scratch paper because I want her to understand the process. And she hates it. She hates it. She she does not want to do math homework. with me. She'll read with me all day. But when it comes to doing math, she rather do, does it with her mom. But I just teach her the same way that I was taught. Because when I was learning math growing up, I had to understand how to get to the answer. Not just the answer, but how did I get there? And she wants to jump just to the end result. But it's important because those things help you think through patterns and situations. You can apply those same thought concepts to other areas of your life, which is a whole other piece. I know at a 10-year-old level, she's not thinking like that. But it's something that she can develop at that age that can help her on later on down down the road. All right, back to the chart. Let's talk about behavioral responses to academic setbacks. In a fixed mindset, young people may feel hopelessness. Uh, They may have setbacks or signs that they don't have what it takes when they don't get things or they don't achieve the grade they want or they don't understand a concept. They may think, hey, I just saying I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. Whereas a growth mindset, we're looking at the resiliency. So if there's any setbacks or any signs of setbacks, it's just an encouragement for them to just work harder to do things or try a new strategy. And then the meaning of failure between the growth mindset and the fixed mindset is very different. For a fixed mindset, the meaning of failure is failure is the end of the story and it's time to give up. 
But in the growth mindset, failure is the beginning of a story and it's time to try again and tr or try a different strategy. So again, it's giving them more options for young people to move through things. So that's the difference between growth mindset, fixed mindset, and an academic setting for young people. One more thing I want to share with you all today was just how to use the language, how to use the language a little bit differently as well. So, you know, changing the way in which we interact with young people and we can encourage them to adopt more growth mindset is very important. That's why I'm doing this podcast and, and I almost have made a series here, a podcast with the growth mindset. And changing parents, teachers, caregivers, youth workers, everyday interactions with students is important. Here's what researchers said. Researchers have also observed that parents and teachers uh, everyday interactions with students can create mindsets that support uh, or undermine resilience. By changing the way in which we interact with young people, we can encourage them to adopt more, a, more of a growth mindset. For example, student, students adopt a growth mindset when adults focus on praise of the process rather than just the ability to get things done. So here's an example of how to shift our phraseology, how we talk to influence the growth mindset and decrease the dependency on a fixed mindset that we currently see in many young people. So here, here is the difference. So turning the ability phrase. So here's the phrase. See, you got a good, you, so sorry. See, you're good at English. You got an A on your latest test. Awesome. That's a fixed mindset phrase. But what a parent, caregiver, youth worker, um, or teacher or anyone can say is this. You really studied for that English test. You really, well, well hold on, let me back up. <laughs> you really studied for that English test. Your improvements have shown. So it's a, it's a different approach, right? You're talking about that process. You study really hard. You did a really good job. You put a lot of time in studying. And guess what? All your studying has paid off. Look at that. You got that A right there. That's because you put in the time and effort and you, and you got the job done. That's praising the process and not just talking about the end result. Let's try one more because I kind of tripped over that last one. You got it. I told you, you're smart. That's a fixed mindset phrase. You got it. I told you, you're smart. Or you could use a growth mindset phrase and say, I like the way you tried all the kinds of strategies on that math problem until you figured it out. So you just kept trying. You just kept trying. You use different strategies. And guess what? You figured it out. You got this. That's a growth mindset phrase or some phraseology for growth mindset. So it depends on who you are, your personality, how you encourage your children, et cetera, how you want to imply these strategies. But I do want to encourage you to start thinking about how do you start to praise the process and not just the end result? The end result will lead to the fixed mindset. Children will believe either they have the capability or they don't. A growth mindset opens up possibilities for different strategies and different approaches to issues and problems. Now, today we just talked about education, but this can lead to other areas of life as well, developing relationships, dealing with your own mental and emotional health, being on a team, um, you know, dating. A lot of different areas of a young person's life can be seen through growth and fixed mindsets. So I want to continue to encourage this and push this message. Um, and if I come across more good information, I'll be sure to share with you on a podcast in the future. Again, this is It Is Not Your Fault, a teen mental health podcast, and I'm Brandon Jones, and there's three ways that you can connect with us beyond just listening to the podcast today. The first way is on our Facebook page. Yes, 
Uh, it is not your fault. Podcast has a Facebook page, and all you have to do is put that in the search engine to find us. You'll get tips, other episodes, and articles that I write that are just various different things that parents, caregivers, and youth workers care about when engaging young people. So that's one area. The other area is you can get directly to me at my own personal website, www.jegna.org. That's J E G N A.org. And if you want to check out a stunning collective of awesome podcasters, you can find us at ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com, where we have just a fleet of awesome people doing awesome work, bringing it to a more awesome people who are doing awesome life and living life to the best of their ability. That is at ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. All right, I'm going to stop running my mouth. That is our podcast for today. Stay tuned. We'll see you next time. Be safe. Be constructive. Be well. Peace. To check out previous episodes of It's Not Your Fault or to learn more about Brandon Jones, log on to SheLetterMakesMeLaugh.com. Are you up to date on your COVID-19 vaccination? It's not a one and done situation. You and your family may have gotten the original COVID-19 vaccine, but the virus keeps evolving. Getting the updated COVID-19 vaccine will protect you from newer variants that are circulating in our community. Talk to your health care provider to be sure you've received the updated vaccine. The new vaccines are approved for all and everyone six months of age and older, even for people who are immunocompromised or are pregnant or breastfeeding. To find out where you and your family can get your updated vaccine, go to vaccines.gov. That's vaccines.gov. Just type in your zip code and you'll find a convenient nearby option. Protect yourself and others this winter. It's not just another day in your life. Things are changing for the better. At Comcast, we see those changes and we're thinking about how we use technology today to live, work, learn, and play. And we're building for the future now so we're better prepared for the wants and needs of tomorrow. That's why Comcast is rolling out multi-gig internet speeds to more than 50 million homes and businesses before the end of 2025, making our already industry-leading network even faster, smarter, greener, and more reliable. Over the decades, Comcast has been your partner, working hard to serve your community and we'll continue to be your partner. We're expanding our gigabits so you can enjoy the tiny bits that matter most. You know Shaletta makes you laugh, but did you know Shaletta Brundage can also make you think and boost your business? Media personality, activist, and comedian Shaletta Brundage founded Shaletta Makes Me Laugh to celebrate and share the best of black culture. It's a podcasting platform you can download 10 weekly podcasts hosted by African-American subject experts at ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com is also a production house creating broadcast quality commercial content. And Shaletta and her team of storytellers create powerful promotional campaigns to get businesses the brand awareness they're looking for. Some of Minnesota's top businesses trust Shaletta, and you can too. Get out the word about your events and products and get in front of communities of color with ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. She's got the power to help your business.
Unleash the power of smile for your team. Delta Dental of Minnesota offers coverage to fit your unique small business, leading to a better benefit package and a happier team. Visit deltadentalmn.org forward slash small business. Are you a woman known as a good listener? Do you have skills in de-escalating situations? Are you what they call a people person? Then the Minneapolis Police Department would like to meet you. Now in a rebuilding phase, the Minneapolis Police Department is recruiting more women to wear the badge. The department offers career options for women with a high school diploma or GED. There are also opportunities for women with two- and four-year degrees who are ready to apply their skills in new ways. Police work makes a great second career for social workers, teachers, nurses. Women in their 30s and 40s are welcome to apply. There's no age cap. You'll be paid while you train and mentored by veteran women officers invested in your success. Minneapolis also welcomes current police officers to join the state's largest department. Make a difference on the streets, working in your community, in a career with competitive salaries and generous benefits. Go to MinneapolisMN.gov and search police jobs to find out more. You started your business with an idea and a plan for the future. A plan that got you off to a great start. But now you see new opportunities as well as new challenges. Work with a banker who understands your business goals and knows how to help you reach them. Work with Bremer Bank, because understanding is everything. Put us to work for you today at bremer.com.